When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Next week on NBC, they're doing what they call, how many of you know what a crossover show is? They'll take... They'll take yeah, the stars from one television show to kind of boost the ratings of another show will cross over and appear in an episode of another network show. And they're doing that next week. The stars of Miami Vice. Bust the Golden Girls for possession of a kilo of uncut kale pectate. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. And that clip leads us perfectly into our next subject the ongoing CNN docuseries, The Story of Late Night. And I named this AbFab a couple uh, last week um, the companion podcast called Behind the Desk. Uh, hosted by Bill Carter, longtime late night expert. Uh, he has literally written the book about the subject. And I do mean literally wrote the book, a fabulous book called The Late Shift. Anyway, uh, this episode, this is episode three. Alexis uh, traveled in time. She actually watched <laughs> this episode before one oh, and yeah. two. <laughs> That's um, right. I don't know how she that was didn't even know but... how she did it. No, Alexis time traveled uh, last week. Watch <laughs> yeah, that one. So it. now Love we it. have now we have now caught up with Alexis in the <laughs> yeah. ti- in the time continuum. Um, this one really focused on uh, the end of Carson's era uh, around the late eighties and uh, focused on Arsenio Hall and the emerging late night wars between Leno and Letterman. Lex, I know you watched it a while ago. Any takeaways that that stick out to you in this episode? Well, some of the stuff I did know mostly because of you, uh, mostly with Jay Leno having it in his contract, you know, that he was going to replace Carson. So that Alexis had to listen to me blather on about this for a decade. So, yeah. (laughs) So that wasn't surprising. But, of course, it was really interesting to go through that again. For me, Arsenio Hall was the big takeaway from this episode. And also, I knew a little bit, but how Joan Rivers was treated and how basically she was in a lose-lose situation. There was no way that her show would have succeeded with the powers that be Mm -hmm. and those against her. And that's really unfortunate. Uh, But it's a great episode. 
Yeah, maybe I'll do. I don't know if I did this. I need to keep track of uh, rabbit holes, but um, our Thursday segment, which will eventually be moved. But anyway, um, I, uh, the Joan Rivers, because I have a very distinct memory because I loved her. I, Andy Cohen had a quote in, uh, had an interview bite in this episode, which I can relate to one of many things that Andy and I have in common. And that is, I loved, as much as I loved Johnny. When I knew Joan Rivers was guest hosting Carson, yeah. that was that was a party girl. That was a every time. I looked so forward to that. So when the brand new Fox Network announced they were going after her, I I thought I knew most of the details of that exchange. What I did not know that Melissa Rivers unveiled uh, or revealed, I should say, in that episode is, is, let me set the stage here. Joan Rivers had been Johnny Carson's uh, permanent fill-in for years at this point. And the rumors had started going around that Johnny was nearing the end of the run. So NBC executives... um, Obviously, it started being in their mind. Well, Mm -hmm. a high-ranking, according to Melissa, a high-ranking NBC programming executive came over to their house for dinner and showed Joan an internal memo from NBC listing potential um, replacements for Carson, and Joan's name was not on that list. Oh, nope. And again, you guys have to go back in that space. Joan, other than Letterman, Joan was the other obvious heir apparent. Yeah. The permanent right. fill-in. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I would be offended. <laughs> Big yeah. time. I mean, she here you hurt. are. She cried, and yeah, it's just, it's devastating. Devastating. She was really good. I mean, she was really sharp, really good. Oh, can, I mean, and they never liked to publicize this. Joan's ratings sometimes beat Johnny's. They were higher sometimes than Johnny's original episodes. And Joan was also, and you know, people don't know this, you know, when the Carson people did not help Joan get guests, whenever a guest host would do the show, Joan's people had to get her their own guests. Yeah. So, and Joan, oh yeah. So Joan managed. Yeah. So Joan's people, got great guests. I mean, you taught Lucille Ball and Cher and Elton. Everybody stopped by when Joan was doing the Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. And the fact that NBC didn't even have her on the list. Yeah, girl, I would be real pissed, too. Mm, yeah. Yes. I would be well, real I Johnny, mad. it really came forward that he's petty and probably jealous of the ratings he was not a happy person or kind person at all no i wouldn't say at all but i mean and people you people knew i mean you don't yeah and even joan that reputation already yes yeah and even joan said this in that great documentary that i sometimes just have in the background called the king of late night from pbs joan even said it and it's true uh, you you kind especially in show business i mean not in other business and kind of in other business you don't get to be johnny carson 
without being a killer. I mean, you don't get in, in show business, which is so rough and gross yeah, and disgusting. You don't get to be Johnny unless, unless you're a shark. Unless you're they, they, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah, unless you're a shark. And um, and and that's that's who Johnny was. But and and just the effect that Arsenio Hall had, even though yeah. I lived through it, Don, can't we all yeah. live through it? Knowing that Arsenio was the first show that scared the pejeebies out of the NBC bosses. Yep. Um, out of all the competitors that Johnny had over the years, Arsenio. Think about that. Think about that. In 1989, Arsenio, the one of the first, other than the uh, Soul on PBS, Arsenio Hall was the first black man to lead a late night show, and he was pulling ratings from Johnny. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that personality. Was, he was so so different. So different. Yeah, and that that made a big difference because he was the charismatic lovable one and I'm like oh let's have some fun with him at night and whoop 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 it up you know and yeah. he really lived up to that and it was fun well and didn't you love it too uh didn't you love it too lex where and kenny this was something i was like oh that's a fun fact i forgot what nbc executive said it but when johnny knew really that it was time to go was after snl and the dana Car- Dana Carvey did a sketch called Carsenio, making fun of Carson's age. And Carson felt he was very old school. He felt this is a show on my own network and they're making fun of me and my age. It's time to go. And that one SNL skit probably accelerated Johnny's exit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see that skit. Yeah, oh, it, look it, it up. Was, is I, it I funny? Look, as oh, much as he's I, got the high top like Arsenio yeah. did, but he's white. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh. And Phil Hartman plays Ed McMahon. That's, <laughs> oh, I do remember this. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Old uh, reference lost on younger viewers. Uh, that's uh, right. Yes, yes, you yes. are correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> look, oh, so I, good. As much as I love oh. Carson, I mean his his photo is. Photos right behind me. Um, that was a damn funny sketch. I'm sorry. That was a really funny sketch. The story of late night. Uh, you can see it on demand on CNN. And please listen to that podcast. Oh, so oh my, is it so good?